Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. June 5, 2020, would you buy a used car from this man? First up, from the New York Times, a UK report finds that green business is good business. The uh, finding uh, came about from a boom in wind power and a drop in carbon dioxide emissions as England has found that uh, rather success in clean energy. This has certainly uh, been facilitated by the coronavirus crisis, but this was ongoing. In the short run, the economic contraction pe- uh, caused by the virus and its effort will push up emissions down sharply. But over time, the use of fossil fuel uh, can be significantly dropped by this. And uh, floating wind uh, power generators are gaining uh favor in the UK. Next up from the Washington Post, uh, Trump has, the Trump administration is going to expand its trade war targeting the way other countries treat U.S. tech firms. The Trump administration says it's investigating digital service taxes being enforced uh, or considered by U.S. trading partners, including the EU, India, and Brazil, uh, opening the door to new tariffs as the economy goes in the tank. Of course, uh, any economist will tell you that that is an inane way to um, help the economy. And uh, this will, of course, cause uh, the economy to grind to a halt and uh, even or more to a halt than it already is. The U.S. uh, importers of French goods yelled and screamed when the U.S. did this, but Trump apparently doesn't care and wants to uh, use this as part of his ongoing punishment of countries who do something he doesn't like. Unfortunately, they're lining up now because he is so inane. So uh, hopefully uh, the cooler heads will prevail and we can start to turn things around in spite of Trump, not because of him. Next up, uh, from the Wall Street Journal, a pretty stunning whistleblower award. It's a former trader at Bank of New York Mellon who alerted authorities to the bank's pattern of overcharging big clients on currency trains was awarded a hundred, excuse me, a $50 million whistleblower payment. The uh, bank itself paid $714 million in fines and other compensation in 2015 to resolve allegations. It defrauded pension funds and other clients related to currency transactions. The question uh, you must ask ask is, why did it take five years to make this award to the whistleblower? And indeed, it's almost 10 years after the whistleblower initially reported these allegations back in uh, 2011. So just um, the wheels of justice grind slowly at the uh, SEC whistleblower program. Nevertheless, it's a pretty stunning award anytime anyone gets uh, $50 million. No word from Jay Clayton on his continued attempts to uh, gut the whistleblower program. And finally, would you buy a used car from this uh, convicted felon? And I'm talking about former Enron CEO Jeffrey Skilling, who is seeking investors for his latest scam, excuse me, scheme. Um, It's going to be uh, interesting if anyone would want to do business with Skilling. Obviously, a liar and a cheater and a fraud off the box and convicted for that and spent 
a fair amount of time in prison. Given the way he ran Enron into the ground with uh, fraudulent accounting and then lying about it, uh, it makes you wonder why anyone would ever trust him with their money. But apparently he thinks people will, and uh, he's willing to uh, see that um, they will do business with him. So it's going to be interesting to see if anyone will buy a used car from Jeffrey Skilling, and uh, perhaps they will. So we'll watch this, and uh, obviously no accounting for taste, culture, or ethical business practices, as is the want from the continued former CEO of Enron. I hope you will check out this month's 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, where I take up internal uh, reporting and investigations. And on The Compliance Life, I begin a four-part series with Ryan Robillet on his journey to the CCO chair.